thought they were going to be before the season started. Hey, Steve-O, we're going to break down the Chicago Sky's loss to the Atlanta Dream right after this. Welcome to Chicago Sky Central, and here's your host, Hayes. Steve-O, man. Bro, watching this game, this was one of the more frustrating Sky games. And I, matter of fact, I don't think I've been this frustrated at a Sky game since last year. Because that was a game that they just were not in in that game at any point in time. Uh, this, bro, like, the offense could, would never look like they got it together. The defense was sloppy as well. The one thing that's been our bread and butter so far in this young season has been our defense. Mm-hmm. Um, Ron Howard, Ryan Howard just looks amazing. Uh, Jones, the rookie, gets in there and cooks us as well. It just it, – every time – and I will say this. I will give the Sky credit. There was a brief point in there in the third quarter where it looked like the Sky mm-hmm. may be going on a comeback. And then the Atlanta Dream literally was like, oh, that hope? Let me snatch that. And they kept right. But How you feeling about this, Steve? Um, <clears throat> to be quite honest with you, I'm not that upset because I was – I'm sitting here, honestly, like uh, – we should have been at this game. Like, honestly, like we just look like a completely new team for the most part. Um, like, like I said, we always had our little, a little officer roles, little officer struggles. Um, it's, we just, and it wasn't really like last game, like last game, we was just rushing this game. It just looked like they just had us mentally beat. Uh, they just, the, they defense was just really affecting us. We really couldn't do much with them. They had a lot of length on the court. They were switching. Um, they was always on their hand. They play hard defense. They constantly move. It, it is what it is. Like I'm not too upset. We're missing our energy. Got people. Um, some people today looked a little out of character. Like Data Evans is one for sure. Was I was like you? She she was you know she picks up ninety four feet like like nine times out of ten. But her, I would say her intensity level wasn't like how it usually was. Um, but yeah, for the most part, um, I'm not too upset because we were just bound to have one of these games. We are very 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 new team. Everybody don't know each other, even though for the most part it looked very good because I was shocked. I did not expect us to be three and two now, even even though we was coming in at three and one. I didn't expect to be three and one. I didn't expect us to look such like a veteran team. And for the most part, they for the most part they have see expectations for, for now. So I'm not too upset. Yeah, I mean, they have – I can't take away from that. They absolutely have exceeded the expectations. And like I said, the defense has looked so good in in the four games prior to this. Um, Elizabeth Williams – like, when you look at this, uh, Elena Smith, one for five. Is Elizabeth mm-hmm. Williams, three for ten. Courtney Williams, two for ten. Kalia Copper, four for 14. Marina Mabry, four for ten. The only person who shot a decent percentage was uh, – uh, uh, Angwe, I, I know I pronounce it uh, – Brent's pronounced her name. Four for six from the field. We shot 32.5% overall and 30% from three-point range. When you do that and don't play great defense, it's tough to win that game. In the Chicago Sky, up until this game, their defense has gotten them so many more possessions than the other team that it's worked out for us, right? We have had times where we shot 10, 15 more shots than the other team because our defense is creating more opportunities. 
that didn't happen this game. So when we shoot a bad percentage and don't get more opportunities, it's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah, I was coming to this game sitting here like, oh, man, we got to go against uh, Cheyenne. You know, she every time she plays almost like a Bobby Portis game, she she I, I hate that we gave her up. I, she was always one of my uh, favorite Sky players. And um, I knew she was going to come in and uh, use her, her size because we was undersized, and that's exactly what she did. Um, this team, I didn't realize how long this team is, but this is a pretty big, big team and they used it for the most part they played a great zone defense and we could not get through the lane at all like that was just one of the main things i realized today we we just could not get through the lane no matter what we ran we, it was just a struggle getting to the lane and then what we did we didn't finish so um yeah it's just, yeah and i have to say probably the worst officiating game i've seen in the WNBA in a, quite a while and, and I, i'm not it was terrible on both sides. What it was in, it, it was inconsistent, right? It, yeah. it was it was times where they would let them play. They would let, let them get kind of physical. And then there are times where if you breathed on somebody too hard, they were calling a foul mm-hmm. for both. It was just a, and it's hard for players to know when it's in, when it's called inconsistently, it's hard for players to know what they can get away with and what they can't. When you mm-hmm. when it, when a uh, when a when an officiating crew is just kind of letting the other team play and they're letting a lot of things go, you get in the rhythm of that. But when you start getting into that rhythm of, okay, they're letting us play today, and then all of a sudden the next quarter they call in everything, uh, it's really it, it's, it's hard to balance that out. It's frustrating. And then one of the main people it, it was affecting was Courtney Williams. Well, Courtney Williams was like, I don't know what type of defense I could play. Um, I don't even know what type of offense I could play. I'm I'm surprised Mayberry didn't get fouled out because one thing about her when she when she she's very aggressive when she's going towards the lane and she used a lot of her forearm. So I was like, man, it, 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 she might get fouled out today. But it, it was just it was just weird. It was just very inconsistent on both sides. Um, I feel like to be honest, that was a key reason why we were slowly getting back in the game in the third. But um. It, it, it just wasn't our night. We was not clicking at all on neither side of the ball. Offense couldn't get together. The half court tonight was just wasn't it. We couldn't. We couldn't get turnovers. That's one thing we could. We couldn't really get. We couldn't force any turnovers, and that's our bread and butter. We feed off defense, and once we can't feed off our bread and butter, we crumble. Yeah, I mean the sky. When you look at they, they won the rebounding battle by three, which is what you want to see. They lost the turnover battle by a lot. A lot. Like, they had fifteen turnovers to the, the only nine by the dream. But this was just not the defense, right? The offense. Honestly, I'll say this: the offense wasn't much worse than what we've yeah. seen. It's just that we didn't get more. The the defense was just completely just not what we've come to expect. And I do think we're finally starting to see as well. Like like you said, this is a new team that came together. We're still missing. A lot of key pieces that four. It seems like a yeah four players. Uh, J- James Wade says that uh, M- Morgan Birch is probably going to be back next week, so she's probably going to said she's probably going to miss all three games this week. There's no timeline on Rebecca Gardner, Isabel Harrison at all yet, and Ruthie Hibbert. We we don't. That's know. probably so, not. It's just mo- nine times out of ten, she's not coming back. You don't think she's coming back? I mean, it, I, it's ha- I've seen it happen, but it, it's maybe two th- th- two to three women, maybe. Okay. So I, I'm not putting the past there, but nine times out of ten, they sit out of you. Because I remember, I think we had it around. I, I've seen it around with Cheyenne had her, her child. She took a year off. Okay. I, I mean, and that makes sense. Yeah. Now, what did you think about Sika Kone after having a 
big game, her first game, only gets 14 minutes in this game. I thought I expected her to play more, especially when you look at like Enigwe having foul trouble, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Williams like just not getting off some. I expected to see her a little bit more. Do you think that James Wade should have played her more? Do you think he's looking forward to that? Those two matchups we have against the uh, New York Liberty coming up, we're absolutely going to need some size. Yeah, and I also think he was really just like, man, we're not that far off. Like, we just need a couple points to get here. Um, I trust the squad that we got. So I think he was just really trying to roll with the punches and just putting trust into his uh, his real core players. Um, yeah, I, I feel like she probably should have got at least 18 to 19 to 20 minutes. Um, that would have been nice to see, especially with her size. Like, one thing we just – we can use the size. One thing – like you said, Inigwe was in foul trouble, even though she had a pretty good game. Um, yeah, you should have used her a little bit more, but I I, I kind of understand his thought process. I think he he realized the foul game was going on, and he was just like, maybe we could just ride this wave and find a way to get back into cause some turnovers, get back into the rhythm of things, but they just never could. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this this was just a game that they did not have. But, you know, we can talk about the sky all day. We, we, I, I don't want to overlook talking about, you know, Ron Hart, Howard and, and her game. Like, she's just a monster. Yeah. Like, it just it, just understanding the moments, understanding when to get big shots, understanding when to take players one, one-on-one. Like, just an amazing – I love to watch Howard's game except when it's against the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love to see her game. What did you think about the game she had? Today? I think one of my favorite things about her and – it's just, it's not normal in the women's game. She just really knows how to use her size, like, and it is it, it, and it's the decision making she made. She looks, she reads. She's very intelligent when it comes to basketball that people don't talk about. She's very intelligent. She realized what she got. Uh, I mean, it was, it was a time when she was on the baseline. I think it was towards the end of the second. I forget who was on it, but she was way smaller. She said, "Okay, two dribbles, um, shoulder layup." It was just like it's simple. Her game is very simple. Um, she, she can't get nasty with it, but um, I, I like people that have a very smooth game. She knows what she's doing. Everything is deliberate. She, there's no wasted movements. So she, yeah. she, 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 and she was efficient for the most part tonight. Yeah, just, just, and when they needed a basket to kind of uh-huh. get that rhythm mm-hmm. that back into them, they, she got it every single time. And the fact that Ryan Howard's only freaking twenty three years old, like, <laughs> like people rookie, forget, bro. she was just, just, yeah, like, come, it's about. It's about to be crazy. Her and Haley Jones are going to be such a big part of that sky's future that it's just like, hey, man, uh, I don't know how many games they're going to win or what type of run they're going to go in this season. The season's still young. But I tell you what, do not be surprised if they they win a title. With they're going to be uh, irritant. They're going to be those players that's just going to give teams problems. They're going to be like, like, I really look at them like the Orlando Magic. Maybe they probably a little bit better at, at that point. But like, they're young, they're scrappy. Um, I like the add-in of their coach. Uh, that was a real, a, a real game shifter for that organization. Getting that coach in, um, because it, you know, it was a little, it was a in the old regime in Atlanta. It was a lot of you know toxicity. A lot of stuff happened. Yeah. It was time to uh, just shift it. And uh, once Ryan came in, they realized it was a shift that needed to happen. Got a coach that played before. New um play the same position as Ryan Howard's and others. So um I, yeah, you you gotta really pay attention. They almost it's, it's a lot of teams. Like this is a really good season for uh WNBA. So I'll be watching everybody. 
do not over like Tanisha Wright is such a good coach. And like you said, in fact, she's still young, too, 39 years old. Like there's players that are playing that are the same age as her. But the thing that I love about her is that she knows when to fire up her players, mm-hmm. right? Like you see it on the sideline, the way that she motivates, she motivates them like a teammate. And mm-hmm. don't overlook how important that's gonna be because they respect her as well. Mm-hmm. Like and and kind of hold her in that regard. So like um, yeah, it's the great coach for them. I love I love her schemes. I love the way that she coaches the game. And uh, like I said, the Atlanta Dream are going to be a team that's going to be around for a long time. They haven't even begun to hit to hit their ceiling yet as a team. Mm-hmm. So, um, but one thing that I do want to talk about to, to get it back to the sky, and I don't want to piss anyone off with this, but you know I got to be real in what we do. We we came into the season talking about what Kalia Copper needed to be now as a number one. Evaluating her again through five games, how do you feel she's been as a number one now? I mean, for the the first few games, she was the number one. It was like the the last few games, she's been kind of coasting for the most part. And um, I mean, you do have as ones have those days, but like there was times, especially today, it was just times in this game. I'm like, you just not aggressive. Like you're not really being aggressive. It was a time like. She, I, I, she had the whole. It was one on one baseline, open, wide open. She just didn't take it. She took a, a hezzy. She didn't bite on the first move. I'm passing. I'm like, you don't normally do that. So I don't know if it was just in her head today. I don't know if they wasn't used to. They, was they not prepared for what Orlando was coming with? But uh, tonight, she she just she looked very weird to me. She, like if the body language was off. She wasn't fiery at all. This is the first time I watched the game where she didn't. She wasn't fiery. Like you, that's normally what she is. She was. She's always hype. Um, she always having at least a player to get her. It just. It was just a very meh night from her tonight. Kalia Copper so far this season is averaging the most shots per game that she's ever had in her career. And she's also averaging the worst field goal percentage she's ever had in her career thus far. Like, I don't want to over overstate it. It's five mm-hmm. games, right? We know that we you you can turn. She literally can get hot one game, and we know Kyle. Kyle can then be hot for the next twenty games in a row, right. right? We know this. We've seen it. But the fact of the matter is, is that this has been a slow start, and it's not all on her. Overall, the team as well as has, not, yeah. has not gelled as well together but even with her shooting the worst percentage she's averaging the most points per game she ever has has had in her career so that tells me that if that shot does start falling for her it's going to be the season that we need from her mm-hmm. but we just it just seems i don't know if she's in her head i don't know if she's and she may be doing the thing that we've seen players do before she may be deferring so much well deferring to a degree to make sure everybody else gets comfortable because she knows that she's going to need these players mm-hmm. but eventually we're going to need her to take over a game offensively. We just haven't seen that yet. And I've seen some wild shots from her at times where I think she should have waited waited some time to really let the play develop. And I just want to see that come along. I think it's going to. I still have faith that it's going to. But her and Marina Mabry, we knew that they were going to be the linchpins of the offense. And neither one of them, besides Marina Mabry's last game, have really been consistent in what they've given us offensively yet. Yeah, it's just come a time in the player's career where, especially when they get this opportunity, where it's a time where you want something that you have never done. So it's time to do something you ain't never did before. And that's putting up these type of shots, finding a way to really, I feel like this is the next two years is the year to find out what's your go-to. Like, because she don't really, like, she, she still, I feel like as a player, she's still relying on her athletic ability. She's still a, she's still fairly young at her age. She's probably in the prime of her career. What is she like? Twenty eight, 
27-ish. Uh, I think she's 28. I think Kai's 28. Yeah, so she's in a prime of career. Uh, I think she just needs to start. Maybe maybe it's time to, look, to go deep in that bag. It's time to um, realize what your shots is. Um, learn, work on your skills, probably develop new skills. Hey, you you not you not a small guard. Work you you use your body, get in the post, uh, learn. I feel like she always been deadly in a ha- in in, a, in a, um transition game. She's never been quite deadly in a half court game. Um, and I feel like if she picks maybe picks up a knockdown fifteen footer or maybe a post game that could elevate her game in so many ways. But it's just a time where she needs to realize she needs to do something different. She she understand it's a different time. You the you the woman on this team. This is your team now. So it's time for you to uh. More more time in the gym, more time working on your game. Um, and you gotta take these shots and be confident in it. And like I said, like you said, you know, she understands that she gotta get these people entwined because that she can't do it alone. It's just especially with what's going around with all these teams. It's it's really good teams around this team and with good players on it. So um she knows. So I, I I'm not too worried. Like you said, five games in. Um she's deferring just a little bit in it. I feel like she'll turn around for the most part. I think she will too. I, I, I she'll turn it around. That's why I say I want to just evaluate where it is so far. Mm-hmm. This is not way saying like this is going to be a doom season for Kyle or anything like that. Her and Marina. I mean, when you bring in two ball dominant players, right? That's another that, thing. Yep. Yeah, it's going to take some time to figure it out. We've seen it in the NBA. We're going to see it in the WNBA, and they got they they got some things to work out. But I trust James Wade' ability to to tweak the system, and I think Kyle. And Marina Mabry know that it's them, the one they got to be the one two punch. They have to be. And that doesn't mean that you're going to have other players step up. Like Anikwe showed me some things today. I told like, you I liked she, her, bro. She, yeah, she showed me some things today. And really, when you look at it, like we have a lot of talent on this team, but a lot of it's raw as well. And they yeah. haven't, they don't have familiarity with each other. So it's going to take some time. We're going to have games like this, but this is just a game where it seemed like they understood that they that they were going to lose this game probably about eight minutes into the game. And then, then they briefly got back up after the halftime, and then it was like, no, nah, man, it, it, it's not going to be a Coffee hit that three. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Up, they was up by 18. It was over with after that. They was like, yeah. yeah it's time to, yeah. It's time to work on some new plays. Wait, let me just work on, <laughs> let me work on some in-game situations. Yeah, but the sky off till Friday, um, and then we got yeah, Friday and Sunday. We got the, we got the New York Liberty coming in town. Then we go to New York. Um, that's going to be a nice measuring stick game for them as well. Um, but I am worried. I Let will us say this: pray for Dana. Cause, oh my, oh Courtney. The sky very well may go zero and three this week. It's definitely possible. It's, def- it's definitely possible. Cause hey, I'm, <laughs> that New York team, something crazy. It's oh, some crazy. Like I was, uh, like that team literally don't make no sense. Like I know a lot of people talking about Vegas, bro. New York for real. New York is for real. Well, and the thing with them that's scary is that uh, for the first game, it really you see you felt that Ionesco and Vandersloot were kind of battling low because Ionesco is so used to being okay. the ball dominant player that now that in the last couple of games that they played, it's I'm like cheating. okay, she realized. <laughs> Yeah, she realizes I get to play off ball. Courtney's gonna make sure everybody gets the ball. Bet, and that is so. Like we all know Stewie, what Stewie can do. Stewie's amazing, right? We all know that. But if you let Sabrina Ionesco play off ball, I'm telling it's you, it's gonna be KD and D Book. Yeah, that's what that's it's gonna exactly be because she's that she she just tapping into her Oregon self. That's what all she did in Oregon. Uh, pick 
off screen, hey, I'm finna step back, J in your face. And if you get honest with my shot, I can't dish this mug. And that's what happened the other game because, hey, Courtney Vandersloot was in the corner ready. Like, hey, I'm ready. Yeah. And it's just too many. Bro, we not even bringing up the center they had. What's uh, uh, Jacquez Jones? Yeah, I didn't even talk about John Quill Jones yet. And, that's and MVP. And, that's what the, and the funny thing about John Quill Jones on this team so far, it seems like she's just like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm well, How many shots am I going to get a game? Five? Bet. Ooh, don't even worry. I got about a rebound. I, I, <laughs> yeah, don't even worry about it. I got everything else. Like, and, and that's what makes that team so dangerous because, like, literally, I think John Quill Jones, I'm looking it up real quick. She's averaging seven shots a game, which is the second lowest of her the, – the lowest she's had since her rookie year. But you, when you watch that team play, you you have to guard her because she's the MVP. Like, you, it's not like you can say, oh, well, John Quell isn't, isn't scoring that much this season. No, you still have to stick her because if you don't, she's just going to score. Go go 15 and 10 on you easily. easily. It's crazy. Bro, I just realized that's what, 6'5", six, 6'4". Six, they got Yee. Is it Lee or Yee? I figured is uh, no, it's not. It's Hawks. Uh, Han. It's Han. Han, Han yeah. It's Han. Han. So and she's six seven. So good lord. Um, we gonna have to make some shots against them. For sure. Like we get that's one game. If we got any chance, we gonna have to have one of those games. We just hot, honestly, because half court they gonna kill us. It just is what it is. Um, I don't see, especially with our, all our defenders out. And like I said, to me, I don't know about you. Dana just didn't look Dana today. Like in terms of. Her intensity wise, yeah. I mean, there was, there was, I think, in that in that third quarter stretch that we went on, that was the most Dana yeah. looked like. Like, Dana seemed like she was going to get a rhythm, and then it just didn't happen. And I do think that you know, Dana was supposed to be a first, a super reserve coming off the bench, but also it was supposed to be her and Rebecca Gardner kind of being mm-hmm. that one two punch off the bench. And now we're seeing most of those shots go to Dana, and that's not to say, um, and Nick Wade, like I said, played pretty solidly today, but it's, but it's not the same as having Rebecca Gardner, who also. Helps gets us out in transition with the defense mm-hmm. that she plays as well. And so. she got a shot. And she picked up on her handle. Hey, she been working on her bag. And that's just to tell you all, you younger woman in this game, she's 32 years old in her second season. She's still getting better. You can never never stop adding to your game. For real. Never stop adding to your game. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into the comments before we go. We got one from Eric here. He says, Elizabeth Williams could not get any shots to go in, and she was getting blocked so much. This is when uh, Christina Inigwe, uh needed to step up her game. However, was missing too many shots. Well, Nigue only missed two shots yeah. today. That's the thing. It did feel like at one point in time she was missing a lot. I think what happened is that she was getting uh, – it tipped a lot, so she wasn't even able to mm-hmm. get the shot off, much like what was happening with Elizabeth. But this is where – uh, uh, having Isabel Harrison would have made the difference in her length would have made a lot of difference in the Thanks. game. Like this. So uh, let's see. Yeah, what else we we got. Too. yeah, for sure. Jacob Pone to Don. Shout out to Jacob Pone. Says, damn, cuz he, uh, we got our asses whooped. Yes. Yeah, they kicked Unfortunately. Their ass. <laughs> yeah, they kicked their ass. Uh, Jeremy says, uh, came up short at the tip. Yeah, it was, it was ugly. It got ugly early, man. The sky was bricking shots like the choke artist. The Celtics are LOL too soon because that's he's he's getting at you, brother. He's getting uh, at you. It is what it is. <laughs> Eric with this one says, uh, Courtney Williams play is sometimes affected on how the game is allowed to proceed. I mean, she's she's a r- rhythm player as well, but I think her toughness that she plays with and getting to the free throw line, and she's already stopped shooting in the mid-range as much as she did before because James Wade wants her to shoot more threes. I just think that um this is a game where Everything just played into the negative. Like her going two for ten, you're not going to get too many of those games at all. 
It was just, yeah, her, her, she was just, she was, she, she was just out mentally the whole game. Honestly, once the fouls, it, it got in her head early. It, it is, she's just one of those type of players. So yeah, and still young, so it's, it makes sense there too. Like um, Reginald Jones says, mostly everyone played a bit timid and inconsistent out there. Refs were horrible too. This was, yeah, the, the officiating was horrible. Like. We was in the seven minute mark for about four minutes, real time. Like no, <laughs> no cap, like for real. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. That that's that's tough, man. The officiating was terrible. Uh, v Dog in the building says, "Do y'all see James Wade going out and adding some additional bodies, considering all of the injuries we're dealing with?" Well, I know he did say that he will be filing for an injury hardship. I think is what it's called. So it allow them to sign another player. So expect that to come. I don't see a world in which we don't get that. I think. Isabel Harrison's injury alone may get that. Lee Yaru, uh being gone as well may, may get you that. And then depending on – they may be waiting to see what the diagnosis is for Rebecca Gardner as well because if she ends up – if her timeline is most to half of the season – We definitely um, get that. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to – they may get two of right, them is right. what we're trying to say. So, uh, yeah, so. so be able to look out for that. Um, let's see where we go. Reginald says very tough stretch coming up. Yeah, from here to from here basically to the end of June is is all tough. The whole month of June is tough for for the for this guy. It ain't getting no easy. So we got we got a home and home against the Liberty. Then we got the Fever, which okay, that should be a win hopefully. Then we got the we got the Sparks, uh, the Aces, the Fever again. Two games against the Mystics, the Connecticut Sun, and two games against the Sparks. All to end the month. It's about to be real Jeez. tough. July starts. <sighs> July starts off with a home and home. No, two, uh, uh, two, uh, two away stretch in, against the Atlanta Dream again. It's not getting easy anytime soon. Put on your running shoes. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, Eric says, um, if the team can stay in the top eight, they can at least make the play. Oh, I, I, with the way that we've been playing defense, I don't right now have any doubts. Now, that could change. Still a young mm-hmm. season. See, but how you feel about the sky's chances to make the playoffs? Yeah, right now, like as far as like I said, they've been exceeding expectations so far. Um, they haven't really gave me too much doubt yet. Like I said, it's five games in. Uh, but like you said, that could change. So for, as of now, I'm I'm pretty good that they're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, I th- yeah, I feel pretty confident in that as well. Um, V Dog says appreciate y'all. Uh, for the consistent sky coverage. Oh, listen, man, listen. I don't know if you only watch the live streams, but also I got the pre-records that go up. On average, we're dropping about three, four episodes a week, which is a lot for WNBA coverage because there's not a lot of people covering it like that. Mm-hmm. So. Gas to do it. Yeah. Uh, Eric says this last one before we go. Oh, no, this is Crystal Ball. Sorry. Uh, I wouldn't sleep on the fever. They almost beat Connecticut tonight and beat Atlanta this week. Yeah, I'm not saying that we can just come in and dog walk them, but – I'm just I, I feel confident about our chances against the Indiana. Yeah, that's all. But all right, man, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. Y'all can follow Steve O. Steve O. Speaks. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. Uh, you can follow the channel itself at uh, Chicago Sky Pod on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Sky Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, you want to leave a text message and our voicemail 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Sky and WNBA related. We'll pop this bitch. This has been a presentation of the Break Breaks Media. Media.